0: M- Merkel. Media. You and our cousin Sam, uh, what were you guys doing? You you lit my uncle's house on fire. <laughs> yeah, we did. Like he he literally yeah, like, we set I, an actual all, fire. We're now. all downstairs, and all we hear is the kids upstairs. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, <laughs> and we're like, "What the heck is that?" And they're like, "Fire! Fire!
1: <laughs> fire!" This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear.
0: When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me.
2: And this giant comes out of the cave and they're all
1: frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves, he's got a spear. In one hand, and he's running really fast, and spears Dan and holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me,
2: I raised that 12 gauge and i blow this head off. I feel something pulling at my leg, and I look over, and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the of bed.
3: I reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I
2: couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster.
1: Yeah.
0: Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to the Confessionals Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is contact at the That's contact at the confessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the contact section, and you can reach me that way as well. Either works for me, just get a hold of me. If you want more shows on a weekly basis, we do that too. All you got to do is go to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member. You get extra episodes every Thursday. You get the Tuesday shows ad-free, and you get overtime segments when they're available right there on the Confessionals Appy and the Confessionals membership website. So if that interests you, go ahead and check it out, theconfessionalspodcast.com slash join. All right, friends, if you're listening to this right now on the podcast feed, you missed out your opportunity to watch it live on YouTube because we decided to do it live on YouTube. And we have some people here in studio. It is 20 of 11 at night. Here we are finally. We're sitting down to record. We plan on doing this at 830. Here we are almost. I don't know how many hours later. I'm already toast. So we... (laughs) We got two guys here in studio and we have the new, newly adopted uh, pet, studio pet, maybe? I don't know. We'll see how she does at my house. But if she doesn't do well at my house, I'll bring her back to the studio. Uh, stray cat came into the office today and uh, kind of adopted us. So she's laying here on a chair next to me, just sleeping away. And uh, we got to pick out a name. So, hey, listen, friends, if you're listening to this live, give us some names in the chat. So uh, this cat, she she's like a calico kind of cat. I don't want lift, to lift her up right now. She might walk on the table a little bit later. Um, but give us some names in the chat. If you have some ideas for this cat's name, it's a girl. Go ahead and drop the names in the chat for us. Uh, but now that I'm done talking about the most important guest of the show, let's get to the leftovers here. We have Jack, the producer. Jack, how you doing, man? I'm good. Good, man. Good. And we also have Jason from AFK Discussions. Jason, what's up, man?
2: What's up? How's it going, man? Tell people about your podcast. So um, I have a podcast, AFK Discussions, like Tony said, and uh, we just take a subject each week, week and we discuss it. Um, I'm one half of the team, so it's myself and my co-host, Ty. And I am a believer in all the things supernatural, and Ty is very skeptical. So we kind of have that good balance of back and forth and discussing things. So it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So check it out. AFK Discussions. Uh, You do some really cool graphics, man. In fact, you've done a lot of stuff for me in the past and probably in the future, too. Yeah. Uh, You're a very skilled photographer. You help us out at our events and stuff. So you've become a pretty good friend because I like to uh, utilize your talents. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no. So you actually actually let me say this way. Um, you have some new developments going on. Are you free to talk about that yet?
2: Um I don't know what you're referring to. I'm trying to think. We have a common friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, probably not. Probably not. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we won't talk about that yet. Yeah. Uh, but you have some things going on. And uh, well, we'll talk about it on a future date. Yeah. Because you'll be back on the show. In fact, we actually recorded with you. What was it, two, three weeks ago? Um, I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, two weeks ago here in studio. It was a Saturday morning. You and your friend from work mm-hmm. came in and talked, and that will be going up for members, I think, next week, right, Jack? If I remember yeah. correctly, next yep. week. So uh, next week, the members will hear that conversation. So Jason, man, he's popping in here left and right in the studio. <laughs> I'm
1: popping.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, this is kind of what I wanted. I wanted to have a an environment when I moved down here to Tennessee where – Uh, I had local friends that just kind of were able to pop into the studio. This is, it's like a dream come true for me to have a facility outside of my house so that I can just not to worry about people knowing where I live or working around my kid's sleep schedule. I can just do whatever I need to do when I need to do it. And, uh, this has been just absolutely awesome. And you pop in, um, Slim, I call him Slim now. We used to call him Big Josh. I used to call him Big, but, um, he's lost, man, probably near 50 pounds and so uh,
3: yeah, he he sent a super chat.
0: Did he? Yeah. What do he say?
3: I just wanted to say I just love watching y'all spin in those chairs. And I love <laughs> the fact Tony's actually wearing a hat. Don't see that often. <laughs>
0: oh, there it is. There it is. So I, I, I have actually a whole closet full of hats. I, I, I like the idea of hats, but then I usually forget to put them on or whatever. And I was getting uh, ready to come in here tonight. And I saw this hat all the way in the back and I, and I saw the side logo. And I was like, what the heck a hat is that? And I pulled it out and I was like, oh man, I'd never even wore that hat before. It's, um, it, it says famous enough. And it's the idea that, you know, I don't, I don't need to be famous because God knows me. You know, that's why I said, I forget what it says in the back here. What does it say, guys? Known by God. Yeah, known by God. Uh, so it, it's that, And I was like, man, that's such a cool hat. I bought it and never wore it until now. So here we are wearing a hat. But anyways, um. <laughs> I used to uh, I used to call him Big, uh, but now he's dropping all that weight, so I'm calling him Slim. In fact, I changed his name on my phone to Slim, uh, but thanks uh, for chiming in there, Slim. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> the idea was when we came down here, I wanted to have the ability to just kind of have people swing through, and it, it's turning into, slowly, but it's turning into what I envisioned when I first started talking about coming down here, which was I really wanted to turn this area into a place where other content creators thrived and, and moved to. And uh there are a lot of people talking about coming here uh and coming through here, even if it's not to move here. Uh so I- I'm really excited about the future and what we have going on. But uh Jason, welcome, man. Welcome. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. Awesome, man. Well, uh so we came out with an episode today that I knew was gonna, you know, kinda upset people. Some people and some people are going to love it. It's going to be a mixed thing, you know. Um, you know, it's kind of a I'm out of out of my bag in a sense, you know, where it's it was heavy conspiratorial, right? And uh, but what I found very uh, enticing, I guess, when I first came across the whole thing was the fact that yeah, this is conspiratorial, but it has a very real paranormal angle to it. And I was like, and how can I not talk about portals? You know? <laughs> and, and so um, it, the way that whole thing came together was just so quick. I, I didn't even have time to really consider a whole lot. I mean, from the time that I was tagged in his comment to the time that he was in my studio was less than 48 hours. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it it went from, uh, it was... It was actually Saturday morning. It was probably like two o'clock Saturday morning, I think it was. And I saw the, the tag and I commented on it. And I just commented saying, here's my email. Hit me up and we'll talk freely. And by the time I woke up at seven o'clock in the morning, he was already emailing me with his phone number. I was driving in here, I think, to talk to you and your friend. And I called him and talked to him. And by the time we were done, I was shopping Around for plane tickets to get him to fly in here, and uh, he flew out that night. And he was here, and we recorded Sunday and sent him back to where he came from. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a very quick turnaround. But uh, what did you guys think of this whole episode and the the conversation that he and I had? Um, I, just general conversation here and uh, general thoughts, uh, Jackie. I know you you produced the whole show. Uh, if people don't know. Uh, you do all the audio production now. I've been able to hand that off to you. And I thought that that would actually give me more of a life, but it turns out when you run a business, it's just more work. And so it's just like, I mean, here I am. It's almost midnight. I'm back back at the studio. Um, but Jack, you produced that whole episode. So you kind of combed through the audio and things like that. What What were some things that kind of stood out to you as far as the whole conversation? What were your thoughts generally?
3: So first of all, the fact that the videos were we're actually true, we're real, because um, it's such a... It's That's debatable. Well.
0: It is, you, it's debatable. I mean, people people online are, are debating it, you know? Yeah, so,
3: anything is debatable. Yeah. You can say that about literally anything. Yeah. So, I mean, but with the evidence that he brought forth, right? it was one of those things where it's like, when you see that kind of thing on a video, you're like, that just doesn't look right. Now, it doesn't help that it's not like... Yeah, I don't know, because it... I'm like stumped on it. You know, the skeptic in me wants to just be like, this can't be real. (laughs) Seeing a portal on a video cannot be real. It's real. But I was so going through it. It was like, you know, I was able to see those videos several times. I'm watching them over and over and over and replaying them, just putting them in the video and all that stuff on top of the fact that he has so much other, uh, you know, information that he's he's explaining, you know, when he's going through uh, the evidence that he has towards not just the um, the eyewitnesses, but also the people who were VFX artists—you know, people who yeah. worked on Top Gun Maverick—you know—in my head, it's like if people who are on that level editing and producing videos and creating VFX, they're saying that that's something that they wouldn't be able to do, or that they would have had to cheat to be able to create. It's like, you know,
0: yeah, and even the, that guy though from Top Gun—I mean, he said that. Uh in the comment, he said that you know he's still not sure if that video is real or not, but he's saying that it it would be very hard for him to create what he is seeing um and uh you know th- there was a lot of the conversation that he i mean he had so much information, you know yeah. Ashton had so much information it it was
3: more than what we even covered in the actual interview. he yeah. had more stuff that came after, yeah, you know, so it's yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely what what were your thoughts on it
2: so um back when all this first happened i I remember it very vividly um i went down the conspiratorial route like hard Mm -hmm. um just kind of researching everything like where did this plane go was it you know abducted by aliens is this uh another sort of bermuda triangle kind, kind of thing in a different part of the world where you know planes just disappear um and I had also heard, you know, the hijacking theories and everything, but I didn't see the video until I guess it was a couple months ago. It popped up on TikTok yeah. and I saw it there first and, um, I didn't, out of context, I didn't know what it was. I just was scrolling through and I saw this video of the, you know, the orb is flying around and the plane disappears. And I was like, Oh, what is that? Then my wife sends it to me on Instagram and, um, says, you know, this was maybe the Malaysian plane and I watched it again. And I was like, that's, that's so weird. And then uh, you know, I really didn't think anything of it. I was like, eh, maybe it's a hoax. Maybe, you know, who knows what it is. Um, and then whenever you showed the evidence again, and with the different, like the thermal and the, you know, all the different, um, angles and stuff, mm-hmm. was it the, is it? The drone. The, the drone, the yeah. I, can't, drone. I was trying to remember, It was like something Eagle. I can't remember what the name of the drone Golden, was. Golden Eagle? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, something Eagle. Golden Eye. Yeah, so um, that footage and the satellite footage together, I was like, man, this this is getting real, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I in, you know, it's like, what do you make of it? You know, I'm not a professional video or anything guy, you know? Like, yeah. I have no idea. All I know is it looks fascinating. And I got a guy here that has done a lot of research and and presents a very convincing argument. And so, um, you know, I wanted to have that conversation with him and, and let him share. And that's what I told him. I don't know if I said it on the show or not, but generally speaking, uh, when somebody has like this kind of story to share where, you know, it's it's lengthy and it's not like them just sharing, you know, you know here's this experience, here's that experience, kind of thing. and it's just like it's one concise story. I just tell him this start at the beginning, where this all started for you, and take us to current time. And I always tell people just just talk, you know, and uh, don't feel like you're talking too much. We're here to hear you, and just let it out. you know, and that's what I told him. And that's what he did. He just let it out, and he shared it all. And um, I thought it was a fantastic interview. I had a great conversation with him. Uh, I have, uh, a friend here who, uh, is in the military and he has a lot of connections in the military and, uh, he asked some of the people about this footage and, uh, the, I, I, I don't, I don't know who these people are. I think this one guy, it looks like, uh, he has, he has experienced flying drones. And so before I even get to that, I, um, I don't even know if I, I, I can actually say who this guy person is that i'm talking about so i'm going to refrain just in case um but what kind of got got me was the the two and maybe i'm just a simple mind you know but uh the two cameras you know like the it it can two completely different cameras uh capturing the same event Mm -hmm. and i mean i again i'm sure you can fake these things you know and uh, there's been, there were people, as soon as I said, I was doing this interview before I even dropped it. People are like, that was debunked. I'm like, well, just listen yeah. to the guy, let the guy talk and let him share what he's looked into. Like, that's one thing I don't understand is that, you know, this, the, this community that, that, we're, that we're in and stuff sometimes are so quick to just say, no, it's not real. It's like, but aren't you here because you're, you're fascinated by the seemingly impossible, the stuff that shouldn't be possible. That's why we're all here. And then when somebody's coming forward and saying, "Yeah, I think this is real. Let me show show why." No, it's not possible. It's like, "Come on, man." Yeah. Relax.
3: Especially when it's like it's something that has multiple sources of video evidence. Yeah. On top of the fact that there's a lot of other corroborating evidence. You know, when it's the satellite, uh the the ping locations, you have uh the satellites that are actually the the by bi- what did he call them? The uh the the double satellites that fly over that area. Mm-hmm. I forget what the numbers were and all that, but they have specific coordinates on the screen. You know, there's there's even the little things like he mentioned, like the, the frame rate of the mouse over the video that's different from the video, and that actually is a legitimate thing. It's not something that was, you know, uh, put in there in VFX. So when you have all of those things, there's so much more. There's other things that he mentioned, and people just brush it off because you have somebody Who's out there? MetaBunk, who decides that they're going to take an old '90s Doom video game, take the explosion, and then put that over the VFX, the the video, take those VFX and put it over the video, and say, "Oh, these two points match up. This one point matches up. It's debunked." Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like he shows, like that's the thing. Ashton had all of the evidence there, and he's, he has the the debunked, you know, the proof that they gave you where they had the explosion overlaid over top of the the portal. And it's like he it points out one point matches up right here, nothing else. And the entire explosion matches up, not the color, not the rings, nothing. It's just that one point. And so it's just like things can look similar. It doesn't mean they're the same. That's what he was also saying about the people. They can look similar. Doesn't mean that they're the same person. Yeah. So, that's that's something that just people are people still are saying it's it's debunked it's debunked like everywhere it's just
0: well i mean and people are i mean that's fine uh but it to, both can be true to be honest with you i mean uh and or both could be true or both could be false to be honest with you actually i mean the debunker could be wrong you know right. and at the same time ashton could be wrong you know like right. ashton's been researching this and collecting information and To the best of his ability, going where the information leads him, you know, but he could be wrong. And so could the debunker, you know, maybe that, maybe this footage is fake and the debunker's explanation is wrong. And so is Ashton's explanation of why it's real. You know, uh, I personally heavily lean towards, uh, Ashton, Ashton's explanation. Um, maybe it's because I like portals. I don't know, (laughs) but, uh, you know, I, fi- I find that he presents a very convincing argument. Uh, going back to this drone pilot, he brought up something here in the chat that um, that I have access to that was sent to me that I find interesting because uh, he said that he what he what he had, when he was asked, "Do you think the uh, MH370 footage is legit?" He said, "Me personally, no." The beginning shows that the airliner fly flying in front of that drone with little to no turbulence it's all it's all like shorthand here guys, so just bear with me as I read it um, with little to no turbulence, and you can see the jet trail. a jet like that would flip us, meaning the the drone mm-hmm. um, if you remember back to when that Chinese fighter that flew in front okay that's more personal stuff um, but basically he's saying I guess. As close as that drone was to the jet as it went over, it would have flipped the drone, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's a drone operator. So, I mean, what do you say to that? I don't know, you know, but that's an interesting point of view and perspective as somebody who flies military drones for a living, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, So that's what I mean. Like, I mean, both could be true, both could not be true, you know? People could be wrong on both fronts. Um, And just what I like doing is I like having conversations with people and letting them. Sure, you know yeah, it's
3: yeah. it's like that's a perspective to take into anything you look into. You know, it could be these people could be right when they claim that you know Sasquatch is just a being, it's just an an ape or a, a bipedal, you know, humanoid.
0: Yeah, we're already getting into Bigfoot, but <laughs>
3: but the thing is, if you don't keep an open mind on these things, on these topics, on anything, really, I mean, when it comes to things that can be that you have evidence of in one way or another, that you have experiences that you have. You know, um, whether it's video or whether it's someone's personal encounter, you know, keep an open mind to these things, especially when it comes to <laughs> to something that I, I I don't know. I'm looking at the the videos and stuff, and like even when you when you mentioned the turbulence that you're talk that you, that the drone pilot had talked about, it's like that was something that Ashton had said too. That the turbulence, you can see that the turbulence made the drone shaky.
0: Yeah, I do remember that. You yeah. know,
3: uh-huh. and and that's one of those things that's like it's it's evident in the video but also he he mentioned that you can also see when it passes through the contrail that there's still a sig- a, a, a signature a heat signature on that. You know, the whole point of that is, you know, to show that yeah, it it was affected by the contrail. So it was there. Mm. They're both in they're both physically in that location and it was far enough away, it had passed through long enough ago that it's not being you know, it's not being affected by the propulsion of the jet engine. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know because I don't know he he watched the video, so and he would have more experience in that than any of us. <laughs> clearly, yeah, it's just. Maybe I'm now I'm not keeping Look it in you. mind, you know, you. So I have to kind of like, Jack,
0: Jack is no longer a skeptic. Like he's I want to believe it. hanging out I, with I me for six months and he's all bought in. He's like, portals are real. Bigfoot comes through them.
2: Yep. End of story. Don't even tell me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. It. Yeah. So it's, um, tr- it's true. I was thinking about the drone also, um, just, be, you know, coming from a photography standpoint, like the cameras on those, they have to be like really good. I'm um, I'm thinking, you know, zooming in from quite a distance away is wouldn't be a thing, you know. So it would it could it could be far enough away from the plane, so the turbulence wouldn't affect it. That's what I'm I'm thinking. I mean, I have a 200 millimeter lens, and you know, I can zoom in from the back of a room to you know someone standing on the stage, his face. I'm you know, I I don't see that being out of the possibility of it being further back than what we're what we can perceive on the video you know mm.
0: so i i if i'm following you correctly are you saying that there that is that an objection to
2: the authenticity or no 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 it's for like okay. so like what what the drone pilot was saying you know that it would flip if it got close to mm-hmm. the plane well who's to say that you know what zoom they're at on the? i planes. got you yeah so they could be further yeah. back away right. from the plane yeah
3: because when th- when that video starts up, when you see that thermal video... Begin, it actually zooms in. Yeah, it's far enough know? away that it has to zoom in to begin with to see the plane. That's right, because
0: the plane so, initially... Uh, if I remember correctly in that video, the the plane initially was pretty far away and they had to zoom in or...
3: It's far enough away. It's it's definitely far enough away that it has to zoom in because like you, you see the spec. It's not up close where it would be like you know, full, fully framed in the video. Mm. So that's why it's like, to me, there's enough, you know, reasonable doubt that what he's saying, he may not have seen the distance, right? It's difficult to see how far away it is, you know, in that video. Mm-hmm. But it definitely is far enough away that it has to zoom in a decent amount. And then, then it like, you know, it goes like 2000 X on it, you know, cause it's like full frame on the plane and yeah. the, the. Well, I, th-
0: I think that was probably done in post, right? I mean,
3: I don't know. They were they were locked. They they had to. Well, I think I, no I think I think
0: he he was describing. Ashton was talking about how the way the leaker leaked the video. There was something... I, I forget like, again. I... He, for
3: the satellite footage.
0: No, no, I thought I thought for the drone footage. I thought because sometimes on the drone footage, you're actually you actually don't see the the plane at all. On and both
3: I, of them, on both of them, you don't see the plane at all at times because yeah. it's, when you're talking about what he's saying about in post the the satellite footage in particular is what, one of the parts that he was talking about where it would drag across the screen mm. and you would see it come back into frame. And then because he's talking about it being a larger, a larger screen, mm-hmm. uh, I, probably the same thing for the thermal. I, I don't know, but yeah, it's like there is some post-production no matter what, because they stripped the thermal and made it that, I forget what it was called. Uh, just the blue, if you remember that, where you could see the black trails. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so like either way, whether it was post, you know, uh, zoomed in or what on do you the make plane. of those
0: trails? Are is that are are those trails like are they supposed to be like cold spot or hot spots? The trails from the orbs? From thermal, it's cold. That's okay. what he was saying. Yeah. So those are cold spots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. How does that uh that's interesting.
3: Well, so that's the whole like gravity the whole uh was it, like reduction of gravity in front? Like it, it Yeah,
0: Bob Lazar stuff. Right.
3: Yeah. yeah. Cause like how else that how else does that happen? How yeah. else do you go and have no like it, there's no heat signature except for a little speck
0: mm. on the orbs?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I thought you would know. I don't. Jason. Jason, what are you here for? I don't
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I I'm still trying to figure that
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> I get tired of talking to him, so I wanted yeah. to invite you. True. Yeah. So, <laughs>
3: we see each other every day.
0: Yeah. Uh well yeah I mean I don't know it, it's um there's there's something you said about the 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 cameras that I, I I don't remember where I was gonna go with that now but it what one thing you did say the the zooming in that actually helps me frame it in my mind now because I was thinking when when he mentioned about how it would flip you over I was like yeah that actually makes sense like I mean as somebody who flies drones you would think that they would know but if the uh if the camera was zoomed in on the plane and that made me that they're further away from it which means that when the plane does go by and you see that little turbulence of shaking uh which would maybe even like ashton said a lot you know like a lot of times people would say things that actually prove the video right mm-hmm. well you mentioned about how they probably don't have a 200 millimeter lens right it's probably way better than 200 millimeter. oh you think it's way yeah. better yeah okay well yeah military grade, right? Yeah. But it's just this idea that you know it's zoomed in, but just not far enough to not
2: have the camera shake at all. Yeah, I mean it's so another thing about the the shake of the camera. So the farther you zoom in, the more shake will be. Like Mm -hmm. so, if you're trying to handhold a camera and you don't have like a, a the shake reduction turned on. Um, it's almost impossible if you're zoomed all the way in to hold it steady, even with like the shake reduction turned on. You, I mean, just a just a millimeter of movement, it looks feels like you're like shaking through the lens because you're zoomed in. It's it's yeah. I can't explain it. No, no, I think I, everybody's yeah, like look, when that. you've yeah. when you've or just like real deep. You know, like when you're looking through binoculars yeah. and you move just a little bit,
0: everything just every time I capture yeah. Bigfoot on film, I gotta zoom in on them and everybody tells me my hand's shaking and why yeah. is it so shaky? Because I, I, exactly. I zoomed in when I saw the Bigfoot, yeah. you know? Yeah. So,
2: yeah. That's the way it works. Yeah. But it, I don't, uh, go ahead. I don't know how drones work from, this is coming from my extensive knowledge of drones, which would be from movies. <laughs> um, I think that in there two pilots, like one is piloting the drone and the other person is working the camera. I think that's how it works. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, at least in like, I think the spy drones are more like that.
3: Mm. That sounds like it would make sense though, because you would think there's multiple, uh, you know, levers or whatever you have to do to be able to make the plane fly in a direction you want. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, also what you have two, three hands. Now you're, you're like, and you're also a, looking behind yeah. you and make
2: sure <laughs> you're, <laughs> well, you're flying you straight. And then you're going to have to look behind you to, you know, like take pictures of spy stuff. I don't know
0: now, how that would work. Now now you got AI running these drones. I mean, uh, that's new era we live in, new era we live in. So um, what do you guys make of the UFO situation? Do you, I mean, like he kept on calling them orbs, right? Mm -hmm. And I know Ashton, he, he came in with the mindset of, I just want to present what I have here, you know? And I'm over here like, man, you got aliens on footage, bro, you know? (laughs) But like, uh, what do you guys make of the orbs that he calls or what I'm calling UFOs? You know, like nobody knows, right? But I mean, based off of what we saw in the video and stuff, I mean, what's your gut say? Do you think this is something that was human or do you think it was something that was more ET or interdimensional? You know, what are your thoughts? Either one of you.
2: Um, I don't, I'm on such a fence about if it's extraterrestrial or terrestrial or interdimensional. Because um, I do believe, you know, we have the technology to make stuff like that because, mm. I mean... Reverse engineering. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, I mean, so I, I've had an experience recently, I, I sent you the photo. Mm-hmm. It looked like a, similar to what, you know, those, I mean, from what you could tell on the, The video, they look like little orbs. I mean, what I saw was very similar shape. Um, So I don't know. I mean, I lean towards more like interdimensional than extraterrestrial. Um, But it's just the way they move. I I mean, it it has to be so fast to be going around a plane and keeping up with the, you know, the forward velocity of the plane while spinning. I, I just it's hard to fathom that that could be something we made. They could do all that at the same time, you know? Um, so, you know, forward motion and rotating around, I don't know. It's, it's, it's beyond what I can fathom right now. Mm. It's hard to put into words, you know, what I'm thinking because it's so different, you know, it's very different. Yeah. What about you?
3: I would say I would go along the lines of kind of what he was explaining. I think that it could have been reverse engineered, whether it was from something you know that was that was found that crashed, whatever it is, or it was our intelligence that made it. But still, the point is, I have no clue. (laughs) I I honestly. Bottom line is, I don't know. (laughs) know, Yeah, my mind is just I've watched these so many times. i I agree, I agree that I have no clue how we could have created something that would have that would move the way it does the speed, the, the the pattern it moves in, but also just the fact that it does end up what he explained with the whole uh, wormhole generator, how he found that there was a patent on an actual wormhole generator where they collide and then mm-hmm. explode. Mm-hmm. you know? So <laughs> I think like, yeah, that, that actually makes sense. Maybe we did create something like that. And then I go back to the thought that this is a plane that is flying into this, this teleportation little portal that it explodes and everything disappears and somehow it's magically gone. How did we create that? Yeah. So, I, so I'm caught in between that that mentality of it's non human intelligence or we actually did create it and you know, it's AI, like he said. So yeah, that's my that's my
2: wishy washy fence sitting yeah. stance. So it made me think whenever um he was talking about that, um, the Philadelphia experiment. Yeah. Uh, That's the first thing that came to my mind. I got a bone to pick with my uncle about that. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, if if it wasn't a portal and teleported away, maybe it was just made like cloaked or Mm -hmm. invisible. And they, you know, took up some from there. I don't know.
0: Yeah. So uh, I had my uncle on the show uh, probably like three years ago now, four years ago. And uh, he came to my house in Pennsylvania, sat in the studio with me. And I asked him, I said, what about the Philadelphia Experiment, bro? And he's, he laughed at me. He's like, no. He's like, that's just nonsense. But this is the same guy who said, and I hope he's listening right now. <laughs> he's not. I hope he's listening right now. <laughs> this is the same guy who spent 23 years in the Navy and looked me dead in the eyes and said he never saw a UFO and never heard of anybody else seeing UFOs for 23 years in the Navy. Come on, bro. Like, tell me you're lying to me without telling me you're lying to me. That's the way I see it.
3: <laughs> well, I, you know, I mean, some people just don't see anything. So he would never believe it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: I mean, think about yourself. You've never seen a Bigfoot.
0: And I believe in it yet.
3: Yeah. But if you didn't have your mindset, if you didn't have your your life that you have, I mean, some people just wouldn't believe that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, I understand. I understand. But I mean, I, I just, uh, I don't know. Because we have, uh, I was just watching last night. So when I got home, where was I? La- was I here last night late? Yes. Yeah. What time, what were we doing here? Um, I don't remember what. I we don't even remember. What we, we were, were doing. both here very late. <laughs> like like we. Oh, it was. Uh, I was on Caravan to Midnight with John B. Oh, Wells. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So that ended at midnight, and we finished up here. We left at around one o'clock. I go home, and after doing an hour and a half live radio, I was kind of like amped up. You know, I I couldn't go to sleep. I was awake. You know, so yeah. I went downstairs and uh, turned on the the uh, TV and was watching this. This this show uh, about UFO encounters and stuff, and um, they had some guy that's had a lot of years in in government agencies, and uh, he actually left to be able to speak out about this stuff. He couldn't be complicit in it, and he said that this stuff happens all the time, all the time. And it's like I forget how he said it, but the number three hundred sticks out my head, and I don't know why. So like I don't know if he was if he said that, but it just. It, it's an incredible amount of uh, encounters and sightings that the military is having. And I don't think that's current or just, just recent, you know? I think that was something that has been going on for a long time. Um, so anyways, Philadelphia Experiment. Are you right, Jack? You good over there? Yeah, I
3: just keep hearing like an uh, echo of your voice or his voice. when, yeah. I, when so, yeah, I'm, I'm
0: hearing it too, so. You're hearing an echo? Yeah. Like an electronic Check or? Your
3: just turn your volume down. I don't think my phone's on. Oh, okay, no. never mind. Man, live,
2: live production right here. <laughs> My volumes are down. I thought someone like was outside talking this. No. It, it, no. It, might, it
0: might be the browser over there if you want to check it. Just okay. to see if something is on. Just mute the uh, YouTube channel if it's on. Um, but yeah, the Philadelphia Experiment I find very fascinating. And that's one of the things that I started thinking of when I had first started hearing this. And I don't even think I brought up the Philadelphia Experiment on the interview. Or mm-hmm. did I? I don't think you did. No. Jack's saying yes, you say oh. no. I'll take Jack's answer because Jack went through the audio. Yeah. You just passively listened. I listened twice. You're so, like, I you know, I know I was, I'm I going to be going into in Tony's studio to talk about this stuff, so I'm just going to passively listen and just tell him <laughs> I listened to it. No, I did <laughs> I got notes. Yeah, good. Uh, but I, I think that, you know, with what we're talking about here, we're really kind of talking about something where it's, Multiple, I, I, in my mind, it seems like it's multiple uh, different technologies coming together in one event. Um, I mean, we're seeing three UFOs. That itself is bonkers circling around the plane. Were the UFOs, it, it, did he suggest that the UFOs were responsible for opening the wormhole according yeah. to that patent? Yep. So That's,
3: that was kind of the um, insinuation.
0: Okay. So, uh, it makes you wonder were these UFOs created for the idea of a portal or were they created separately and then added technology to it to be able to do this whole portal thing. And how many times have they done it before? How often have they done it? If this is real, you know, if this has actually happened and it's, it's way it seems in the video. I mean, I can't imagine that's the first time, you know, maybe it is, but it, it would also like, it does make sense in the in my mind that you would film it you know you you have a drone in the area, you know what you're about to do, and you want to have it on video so that you know people maybe may back at command station or whatever watching live can see what's going on in the moment, so it's not just you know okay, it's done now, we want to make sure it's done kind of thing you know yeah. yeah uh the the question is, and I think it was presented on the interview uh is why would you record it? <laughs> That was your question. Oh, really? Well, I think it was a good question. (laughs) Um, But I just don't understand why you would record such a thing. I mean, it's, uh, it's one thing to be able to watch live. Like, for instance, I have a drone. And, you know, I often fly it without an SD card in it. And I can fly it and I can see everything out there. I can go see the mountains, everything. I'm just not recording it, you know? And with something like this,
3: well, I mean that's gonna make you think. You can see it from your phone, right? When you you can see what the drone is seeing from yeah. your phone. Was somebody who was at command or whatever where they where they had the screen, did they just record screen record? you know, when it was happening and it wasn't actually recorded.
0: So you think that, yeah, that's, that's a good possibility. You know, there's no
3: archive of it. They don't have anything
0: in their database, but
3: they recorded it from the
0: screen to then. That would go with Ashton's thoughts as to how he feels this person is either in jail or dead now, because I mean, if you're there in person, a trusted person to be in this operation and you're recording it on your phone. But I mean, there's two videos. So is he recording both videos separately? I guess. Or maybe the satellite is already recording? I don't know. Well,
3: I mean, that was kind of the question that was posed. Like, are the satellites constantly recording? And then you have a uh, like a worldwide loop that you can just replay to mm. know what's going on at any moment, at any time. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's, that's the wild. case. That's so much
0: storage. Maybe it is. Yeah. Maybe it is. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't put it. I, well, that's,
3: <laughs> well, because of the fact, because of the fact that... It they was got storage about places
0: that, on Mars, probably.
3: You know? <laughs> because of the fact that it was talked about that you can direct where they, you know, where the cameras zoom at, like where they look at, like that says to me that they wouldn't necessarily need to record anything, everything all the time. Because then they're scrubbing through all the footage, uh, you know, whatever, whoever they are, whatever they want to look for, Mm. you know, they could just find what they, who they're looking for or what they're looking for, zoom in there and there you got your video, you know, you got it. But the other thing is, uh, and this is not even on the lines of the footage, but it was a question I had in my head when I was listening to this, uh, a few times, is what, what in the world? What would you be like? How how do you have the energy in three orbs to create a portal? When at least from what we're told at CERN and the other hadron colliders, the amount of energy yeah. it takes to create
0: little,
1: yeah, little, little bitty, yeah, thing, you that, know? That, that's what I'm trying to figure out. It's
3: Somebody's
0: like, lying, right? <laughs> CERN, Oak Ridge, come on. <laughs> Fess up. We know. We already know. Is it? Is it, is your battery dying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not charging at all. No. Bummer. What? What's the uh p- power at? Three percent. Three percent.
3: Yeah. 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 This this battery stinks. Man.
0: It says it's charging. So, it's just not. Okay. Well, there's don't that. Don't touch it. Uh, but no. I, I mean, listen. The this is a a complex thing, and. When I think about this stuff, I get hungry. (laughs) And so let me tell you about today's sponsor, HelloFresh. How do you guys think about that? Is that a nice smooth transition or what? That's good. Right? When you think about hard things, you get hungry. Right? All right. HelloFresh is today's sponsor for the episode that you're listening to. Uh, with HelloFresh, you get fresh farm pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Uh, I usually don't read that part, but I usually just freestyle. But I'll tell you guys, um, we we do use HelloFresh at the house. And uh, I got Jack on it. Jack, you're using HelloFresh now, right? Yep. How often do you use it? How how, how often? Three a meals a week. Three meals a week? Yeah, that's what we do too, I think. But uh, it it's just fantastic ingredients. They taste delicious. And it's a big time saver because uh, Lindsay used to kind of like painstakingly look over the grocery list and try to figure out how she's going to make food and the ingredients and everything. HelloFresh has just kind of saved all that time. And, uh, you know, it's the beginning of the school year and it's just an obvious no brainer. People are busy uh, sports, fall sports are opening up. Your, your kids are doing soccer, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yes. I mean, you're out going to the soccer games and dealing with all that stuff. Uh, make it easier for yourself and go to HelloFresh and get yourself, uh, the pre-portioned dinners because they will save you time and they taste like the good, good. Uh, you'll save a lot of money too. They actually are very competitive when it comes to how much you're spending versus in the grocery store. Uh, like I said, we love HelloFresh at the Merkle household. We've been on it for years, Uh, That's why I talk about it all the time. And you can talk about it too. Just go to hellofresh.com slash 50confessionals and use code 50confessionals for 50% off plus free shipping. Go to hellofresh.com slash 50confessionals and use code 50confessionals for 50% off plus free shipping. All right, guys, back to the program. So, uh, hey, baby, I got my kitty cat here. She's waking up. Hey, how you doing, huh? We got to figure out a name for you.
3: There's a ton of names in the chat when you originally said it. Yeah. Yeah. We what are go. some of the names? Oh my gosh, I gotta go back. You gotta go back. Yeah. <laughs> well, far too. Hold on. Well, now the computer is uh, it's glitching.
0: It's glitching. Anyway.
3: T- fill, fill the time.
0: <laughs> I'm filling the time. Filling the time. So I uh, I wonder, you know, Elon's trying to send people to Mars, right? Yeah. Are they gonna Are they gonna like send cats to Mars too? Like animals? Maybe. Probably. I'd imagine they are. Monkeys flew in space. So, like, when you send somebody to Mars, is this going to be something like they have to go into a deep sleep to make that trip?
3: I don't think so. He said it was a, what did he say? It was like a three-month trip or something like that. Three-month trip? Yeah.
0: So, and this is a trip where people will be able to walk around and stuff while they're floating into space?
2: I guess. I'm I'm not sure how it's going to work.
0: Yeah, I'm curious about this because uh it's not it's just one thing where it's like you get on a roller coaster ride and you go for the ride and then it's over i mean we're talking about a real commitment here we're gonna go to mars (laughs) and we're gonna be at mars for a while and uh pack enough drawers you know like it's like we're gonna we're going out honey and i imagine they'd be taking animals you know i would imagine so i mean plants and seems like they would have to take animals what's that movie that they uh that where Planet of the, was it Planet of the Apes. Where they were on a quest for another planet. What was that movie that we used to watch as kids, Jack? Do you remember that movie? Lost Where, in Space. Lost in Space, yeah. man. That's that's the Lost in Space. Joey. yeah, that's the Lost in <laughs> Space vibes that I I get with this. Like I, I'm I'm feeling like we're gonna like stumble into something that we're not gonna be able to get out of, and it's gonna be a problem. You got those names? I got at all? the
3: names. I was just about to tell you. Uh, so we have a couple of good ones here. Uh, here we go. The catalyst says uh, mischievous, mischievous, and Sergio says the catalyst. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gotcha. Then we also have uh, Fessy, Jolene, Sneaky, Faith, Fizz. Oh, uh, I don't know. Chairman Meow.
2: <laughs> Chairman, that's that's good. <laughs> I like that.
3: That's a good one, Chairman Meow. Chairman I like that Meow, one. I like
0: it. Uh, yeah, and Freddie. Freddie. Well, it's a girl, so we're not going to do Freddy. Uh, but I didn't like any of those. So <laughs> uh, You didn't I, like Chairman Meow? No, I didn't. But here's the thing. In all honesty, uh, naming the pets at my house is uh, a responsibility that I don't have the privilege of. Uh, it is something that my son consistently takes over. Uh, and so I'm pretty sure he's going to come up with a name uh, fairly quickly. And we'll take that as gospel. But uh Anyway she's waking up it's really cute yep um yeah. so all right we're talking about this UFO stuff going around the the plane, and it's going in this fast motion you know I didn't get a chance to see the uh, the patent that he was referring to, but we see this portal open up the plane vanishes. I've gone through the video very very, very slowly, trying to catch this plane in mid portal. Yeah. And there is one frame where it looks like you could still see it's gone, but you can still see part of the back wing of the plane. I don't know what that's called, but the one that sticks up on mm-hmm. the very end. And um, it's just like one frame and it's, it, you know, I don't know what I'm looking at, but it does look like that. But uh, let's just say that this is real, man. Yeah. Like, you know, do I think it's real? I lean more towards is real than not, but I'm not going to if Somebody comes out and actually proves that it's not real. I'm not gonna wake up crying tomorrow morning about it, you know, yeah, um let's just say it's real though where Where did that plane go? like where did that plane go? You know, like we know the 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 theories and thoughts behind it, but you know, is it as simple as it was teleported uh to another location instantaneously on earth, or was it taken into another realm?
3: Well you know? his point of space time being warped right. when you go through something like that. That makes sense. So it <laughs> it would have to like it, it almost couldn't be instantaneously. Like it couldn't be that you were, you know, zapped here, you know, in studio and we appeared at your house at a second later. It would it would be time dilation. Something would
0: we would it's have sped up, but it, yeah, it's definitely you have to go through time still.
3: For us, it's a second. For the earth, for the people here, it's however many years, like depending on what the, I, I forget yeah. what the, what the equation is or whatever it is, but that's the point. It's just that like there's such a, a, a warping of space time when that kind of thing happens. Mm-hmm. So, cause it's a mini wormhole, yeah.
1: but,
0: right? Like it's a small wormhole. Yeah. So, and, and that kind of leads to the idea of, uh, that I remember we talked about this on that recording too, because I, I, I suggested that this plane pops back
2: up years later down the road, and that did you ever see the TV show Manifest? I have not. I, there was another show that was very similar, though. Um, it's like a plane disappeared and they came back. I don't know. Maybe that was Manifest. It yeah. was a few years ago when it came out. Yeah,
0: this this was a few years ago too. Okay. Um, I think it's on Netflix. If people have Netflix, you can check it out. Um, but you know, it, it's very similar. You know, in the sense that people. I mean, uh, based off of this theory, that this plane goes into a portal, disappears. Now, in the movie or in the TV show Manifest, it shows that they're in an electrical storm, and they get hit by a lightning or something, and then they're, they're gone. And then you see, like, years later. Have you ever seen it, Jack? Yeah. I, okay.
3: Well, I only watched a couple episodes. Yeah,
0: I, it was one. It was I, it was when I think either Ben or Gemma was a baby, and I was like up, you know, early morning. And uh, actually, what it was is when I was still driving truck, um, there was a long period of time where I slept on the couch because I had to get up early, and the alarm was waking up the baby and all that stuff. So uh, I would fall asleep to watching TV shows, and I know I binged on Netflix or or, or on uh, Manifest. And um, it, when he's telling us about this stuff, that's all I was thinking about. I was like, this sounds like Manifest and we see this portal open up this thing's gone and in the in the TV show people these people that disappeared on the plane like i think it's years later they reappear they like they they reappear and they land at an airport where they were going with no recall of you know time lapsing yeah and it's exactly what jack's talking about and what's interesting is that when these people came back you start seeing how it unfolds where they're not the same people they they have abilities they're they're different mm-hmm. and i i didn't watch the whole tv series you know uh but i remember having the sense that these people when they came back it was almost like they were cloned they weren't the same people like they were replaced mm-hmm. and uh that's where I left off and it maybe the audience you know they're they're like oh you left off the best part you know like but uh this this whole story this whole idea that we're we're dealing with here has a very eerily similar storyline yeah. and uh it makes you really wonder you know how far is the quote unquote fiction that we watch on TV
2: from reality you know yeah so one thing I was thinking about with that you know the whole um he brought up was it was it the quantum tunneling or the einstein rosen bridge or you know where it folds time and they would travel you know through space and time mm-hmm. into a you know the future so um what's really big right now in a lot of media uh, especially in the marvel films is this theory of branching timelines and you know you something happens here and it makes like so so the plane went through but it didn't necessarily come back into our time. It like branched off into a different time. Mm -hmm. So, but that's huge everywhere. There's so much about that. So I know, you know, the media, they always tell you stuff without telling you stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, that's just one possibility. Maybe it is um, like a time dilation or it disappeared, but it went to another, like another realm or another, you know, like the portal doesn't necessarily take you, to another place on earth, but it maybe takes you a, to an alternate earth where, you know, things are just a little bit different, you know, like the whole uh, Mandela effect thing. Yeah. You know, you think that's possible? I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm speculating. Um, just because media, I'm so not much judging of, you. I'm, I'm, no, just I'm just asking.
0: I know. <laughs> but in, 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 <laughs> I feel like you're like, oh <sighs> man, he's, he's judging
2: me right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, there's just a lot of media about, you mm-hmm. know, time travel and, um, branching timelines and your time streams and how there's you know multiple different realities with different views in them it's just it's just really big right now in media um i, I know jack you're you're more of a movie guy than tony what i mean what do you what do you think about that
3: can somebody re uh iterate because i was <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, commenting yeah. Not, okay. Sorry.
2: Um, I was talking about you know <laughs> your time the, has come and gone, Jack. You're out. <laughs> the Einstein Rosen bridge. What we were talking about, you know, with the time folding, and you know the plane going through and going yeah. like forward in time, sure. Essentially, but I was saying that in media, like in the Marvel universe, there's all these branching timelines.
3: Okay. Yeah. So you're talking about like multi you know multi dimensions yeah multiverse type thing yeah. where um, there's yeah there's different
2: timelines it's, it's so big right now in i mean across all media and it just that i mean kind of fits with that you know it, it went somewhere but not necessarily here it could have gone to a you know another dimension another realm uh, where everything's just a little bit different than it is here you know what i'm saying hmm.
3: could be i have no clue
2: yeah it's just it's speculation an inter-
3: yeah. it's an interesting thought i mean like i mean we believe that there's different dimensions yeah you know, or at least like realms.
0: What if, oof, interesting. So this is like a mix of manifest and what we're talking about here. So like in the, in the show manifest, like I don't know how it ended, you know, <laughs> so I'm making up my own ending. Um, what if the plane disappears, it reappears and they are, it's a different version of those people. And those people that disappeared from this reality are in a different reality. As the different people there. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so what if a bunch of what ifs? <laughs> this plane reappears ten years from now. Man, golly, can you imagine? Just just sit here and fantasize with me for a second. Oh, I know. It's- like, can you imagine man like the, the Malaysian flight MH 370 requesting landing? In China, where yeah. it was going, can you imagine that happening in next year It'll be ten years? imagine that. That, that 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 I mean so many questions, and I think that there was um there's been instances where similar at least let's just call it legends and lore of similar things happening with the Bermuda Triangle or something like that yeah. It, it, do you recall any of you recall something like that? Because I, I feel like that that's something that actually has been talked about before.
3: Anything specific about it? Or no, just like the planes, generality.
0: Like, like I feel like there was a, plane, a a story of a plane that went missing and mm-hmm. then you know it reappeared. Yeah, I, I feel like this. There, there is. No, yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It's coming back to me. Uh, this plane, it disappeared like in the fifties or something, right? And then it it actually came in for a landing in the nineties. Let's say mm-hmm. the the people. Freaked out because they realized they were everything looked different. They were a different timeline and the and the pilot took off and the plane just disappeared again. Something like that. It's probably yeah, it's yeah. probably like not a real story or something, but man. I've heard imagine? the same
2: I've heard the same story. Um there's also another story in Europe um about the fighter pilot who was flying. I can't remember the destinations, but he went over where the airfield should be, but it was just a field. Or no, it was I got this backwards. This was in the past, and he was flying, and he saw an airfield where a field where there wasn't shouldn't be an airfield, a field and, or a field. A f- hey, I'm I'm from the south <laughs> guys, so you know, give me a is product. that what you were thinking, Jack? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, an airport. <laughs> <laughs> so there should be an. There should not have been an airport, but there was one there, and I think the guy landed and refueled, and then on his way back it wasn't there and it was he realized that like years later he was there in the same spot where he landed and he was realizing oh this is now i mean these are the same type of planes i was seeing back then hmm. that shouldn't have existed
3: what's that what is that from is that a real story like yeah, it's it actually happened to a guy or it's like That's, a made up
2: story i'm pretty sure that was supposed to be a factual story
3: okay yeah i mean like there's to so the, going back to the bermuda triangle like there's a lot of lore around it you know hmm. there being you know different issues with instruments when you're flying um you know planes not making it you know through or, or whatever what have you um and i know there's a lot more on butchering it because i remember that being like one of the biggest things that everybody would talk about when you're a kid it's like oh did you see the the, the you know the, the plane the, i don't know what i'm saying There there's just stuff that i remember as a kid specifically in my mind of people talking about like random crazy things happening there. Um, and yeah, maybe that's like one of those things that we talk about where it's like a thinning of the veil kind of thing. Um, but yeah, you're making a face like.
0: No, you no, I I, 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 I actually, for for like the first time here, I opened up the, uh, the live chat on, on YouTube and uh, I saw that. Um, oh, now where did it go here? Uh, here it is. Hollister said cat name Philly for Philadelphia experiment. Yeah. And I was just like, hey, that's actually, I like that. See, Did you already say I, that one? No. Okay. But yeah, so that, what were you say?
3: No. Um, but anyway, so Bermuda Triangle. I said it was like a, th- maybe it's a thinning of the veil.
0: Yeah, for sure. But absolutely. Is.
3: I don't know if it has anything to do with it, with, you know, what we're talking about though, with the, 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 the portals and the possibility of it being, you know, like a wormhole. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it, I if that's the if that story is from the Bermuda Triangle, maybe it was. You know, maybe that is something that happened there. Um, I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just saying, from at least from what I remember, it's mostly like mechanical malfunctions, and you know, people lose direction and they fly the wrong way and then they get lost at the sea because they didn't they didn't know where they were. But then they tend to find the wreckages, like they find the planes at the bottom of the ocean or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know. When we talk about this, this MH370, it didn't happen. They only found pieces. And all of that, all the evidence surrounding those pieces that they found, especially from what Ashton was saying about the barnacle growth on the, I think it's the propeller or the flap or whatever it was, like it wasn't, it wasn't conducive or it wasn't, uh, you know, accurate for for the amount of time it would have been in the ocean or the, the rotations it would have had and all that stuff.
0: So... So let me ask you guys a question here. It's, uh, we got uh, about four, 20, 23 minutes until uh, it is October 4th on the oh, East Coast.
2: Man. Yeah. I know where you're going with this. Yeah.
0: Well, talk to me about it because I don't know much about it. But I saw somebody say, I hope Tony talks about the FEMA text. I'm like, I don't know much about the FEMA text. I just see that everybody's upset about it. Haven't really, you know, had a chance to look into it other than, you know, they're testing. Emergency alert system.
2: Yeah, so they're testing the emergency alert system. Um, apparently, I don't know. I've I've never heard of them testing it before. But so I've seen. When people, what I, when, I don't
0: know, what universe? I mean, that that's
2: something I feel like has happened always. Yeah, I know. That's, that's why what I'm, I'm saying. Not, that's why I don't know
0: what's the big yeah, deal. Yeah,
2: they have, supposedly they test it every year, right? It's a thing that happens every year at a certain time. Um, but I've never noticed it. You know, mm. I've never noticed my phone going off. And for a test. Um, So, apparently, there's, the theory is that they're testing, like, 5G to, um, the theory is that it's going to interrupt, like, your cells or something like that. They're using the 5G waves to. Oh, okay. um, So, we're talking 5G stuff. Yeah, we're talking 5G stuff. Um, And, like, we got some literature um, over the weekend that was passed to us about uh, a pandemic um possible plan date from the I was just going to say Chill. don't say it again. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. We're on YouTube. Sorry. I'm not I'm new to this. <laughs> YouTube don't don't strike me. First. It's not I'm you, it's him. me. Yeah. I know. <laughs> anyway, so uh something's <laughs> going to happen. Right. Um possibly, not factually.
0: Whatever. <laughs> I just started the YouTube thing. So if I get kicked <laughs> off, it is what it is. I didn't know it was a thing to do this, though. <laughs> on YouTube, yeah. I, I'm, still, I'm still trying to learn the rules and stuff. I I, th- I think I said to somebody recently today, I said, uh, they, they said, um, did you put the interview on on Rumble? I, I have it set so that every time I upload to the YouTube, it automatically uploads to Rumble. under the assumption that I'm going to be probably kicked off of YouTube someday. <laughs> it's probably going to happen. I don't know. Um, but, um, yeah. So, mom, she... Our
3: mom sends us tons and tons and tons and tons of text messages with current event topics, things that are going on around the world, and yada, yada, yada. And uh, she sent me a text today, and uh, here's what I'll, I'll show you, Tone. It's yeah, just, yeah. this is all about the FEMA thing. Did she send that yeah, to you, too? she sent it to me, too. So, did you read any of it? No, I didn't read it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, you, mom, I'll but... cut that for the recording. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. mom doesn't listen to that. She knows. <laughs> I know. She knows.
1: Know. <laughs>
3: uh, but yeah, so it's like it's going to play over everything. That's the whole, that's what they were saying. Is like at two twenty uh, p.m. Eastern, it's going to play the FEMA emergency signal over your. It's supposed to, supposedly, going to go through your computer, your phone, your tablets. You know, whatever it is that's. I don't know about TVs, but it's going to go all over and. I don't know what the the purpose is. You're saying it's for something else, you know, entirely than what they're claiming it would be for.
2: You I don't know? know. I'm just saying that's what was handed to us. I haven't do, done much research on it, but apparently, I mean, this is something that they do every year. Mm. Um, so this says during the test, cell, cell towers will broadcast an
3: emergency alerts message for approximately 30 minutes.
2: Oh, that's a long time
3: mobile phone users within the coverage area of a cell tower will receive a message stating this is a test of the national wireless emergency alert system. No action is needed. Just uh, your so. soul.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I still don't understand what the just
0: point is. It's, it's just a national test. All you have to do is open your arms wide, lay flat on the ground and soak
2: in the rays. That's all you got to do.
0: Oh, it is. There's going to be an alert on TVs and radios
3: as well for a minute.
2: Well, I remember hmm. back in the day in like the 80s and 90s. Yeah. It would always, I you remember know, those. every mm-hmm. once in a while the TV would just go, you know, you get the lines and this is the test of the emergency broadcast system. You know, you can move that microphone closer to yourself to lean over to the side just
0: to, there you go. Uh No, I remember that too. And it was always scary. makes you jump every time it comes through, right? Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, so I guess we got that excitement coming for us today. And what time Around two? Two twenty Eastern. Two twenty Eastern. So it's right around my nap time. Yep. it's gonna wake me up. So <laughs> no, actually, it's, my daughter should be waking up from nap by then. So
3: well, and I don't think it's gonna play any like noises like a, like an Amber Alert does on your oh, phone. Okay, I, I'm not entirely sure because it didn't say it didn't she didn't specify in the text, and I'm not reading an article. So, yeah. But my assumption would be because it's said on TVs and broadcasts that it's going to obviously do the female alert, which would more than likely be the. Bleep, but on your phone, if you're not looking at anything, maybe it comes up like a amber alert. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. What did that missile strike one do? Remember when Hawaii had that, like, false alarm?
0: Yeah. Did, that, did you guys that remember? Woke up, that woke up everybody.
3: Well, does anybody remember if it made a noise? Like It
0: had to because everybody was on high alert. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the middle. It was the middle of the night and everybody thought they were getting nuked in like five, four. And everybody's like, ah! Yeah. And then nothing happened. That guy got fired. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or they wanted it yeah. that way.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> so what I heard was that even if your phone's off, it'll still go through. mmm
0: so uh, hopefully everybody has Faraday bags, you know, and uh, they can just zip it up, right? Yeah, probably not though. So I guess your best bet is tomorrow afternoon, take uh, take your vehicle, no cell phone, no none of that stuff, no computer with you. Drive into the forest, <laughs> get out of your vehicle, walk a couple miles off trail into the woods, call it looking for Bigfoot. And just wait it out. <laughs> the off <That'll> grid. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I really don't. But uh it's we will <laughs> we will all find out tomorrow how it all goes down. Yeah. And uh I have a feeling we're gonna wake up on Thursday and we'll talk we'll live to talk about it.
2: I agree. Wasn't there like hopefully supposed to be an end of the world event like back in September 23rd or something like that they were talking about.
3: That has been the constant conspiracy for since, since like 2017. Yeah, 2012. Yeah. Like I remember in 2017 there were videos out on YouTube it was like September 23rd, 2017, the end of I the
0: think world. There's, I think there's something to be said about that though to desensitize the people in the, on the mass level. You know, I really think that's the case because I mean, that's what what's happening with a lot of things right now. They're desensitizing us. Like they can come out and be like, Guys, meet Eddie. He is the first alien entity we are letting you meet, <laughs> shake hands with, broadcast that thing live. And most people are like, meh, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> and I, I think they, they desensitized everybody. And why are they desensitizing people? You know, that's what I mean, that's the question to be asked.
3: Well, it, I mean, that's the question that people have with media, like when it comes to movies, video games, television, like. Yeah. Are they, do they show you things to desensitize you from, like, I mean, think about, think about, like, all of the murders that you see on Twitter and all that stuff now on Mm. X, you know, it's like, it's insane. Like, are people, like, people are videoing this stuff, people, you know, not just that, it's like the fights, you know, it could be even just aliens on, like, Independence Day the movie and stuff like that. What are we, like, are we being desensitized from that stuff? Maybe, you know, Mm. I don't know, because. Bush hasn't come to shove yet. So.
2: Yeah. Do you know what I'm thinking of? So stay with me here. This is going to rock your world. (laughs) (laughs) So all this, you know, you're saying desensitize and, you know, we're having this test where everyone is at this certain time, everyone's going to get the same alert at the same time. Well, if you look at, you know, biblical prophecies, when Jesus returns, Every everyone in the whole world will see him. Right now we have the technology. Yeah. Boom. Everyone will see him. On your in your hand, you got it right here. You'll get an alert. Hey, you know, something's going on, you know, and most people aren't going to believe it because they're desensitized, like mm-hmm. what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. I I totally could see that happening. And then the next step is post uh Wow. Oh, rapture. There we go. I couldn't remember the word. Uh, Post-rapture, the whole thing will be, oh, that was actually an alien invasion Mm -hmm. and they just abducted all these people. Let's go to uh, Elon and get that chip now. I see people in the chat. They're saying this is Y2K all over again. This one person said, uh, I'm old enough to remember Y2K. And that comment makes me old. That (laughs) comment makes me feel old because I'm like, wait a second. like. What do you mean? You're old enough? Like, of course you're old enough. And I'm like, wait a second. There's probably a there's a whole world of adults out there that were born after Y2K. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was only five. Yeah, you were five. Yeah, I remember I was in high school and I was like, (laughs) countdown, we're gonna die. And I mean, Jason, Uh, shake his head at me. He he was already having grandkids at that point.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was (laughs) out of high school for five, five years. Out of high school. Five years. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that bad.
0: Y2K, man.
2: What a time to be alive. I mean, that,
0: that, that was the, the beginning of the weird, you know? Like, after that, it was 9-11. And then it all just went downhill after that, Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, like, Y2K was like, you know, all right, guys, it's the turn of the century. It's about to get really weird, you know? Yeah. Reality that you know it is no more. Welcome to the 2000s. And then it just went, it's like a roller coaster. You know, you're, you're, you're going. You're like, at the very time, you're like, we're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it just dived. Oh, it just deep dived. Uh, it's funny because
3: I think about I think about Y2K in my head as like people just running around screaming, throwing computers and papers in the air. Things are on fire because it's like, it's nothing's going to work in a, in a
0: couple minutes. Yeah. Like, not, I mean, it, like they I don't know. I don't know if that was actually the, thi- they, the they thing. They think. From what I remember, I mean, I think I was in 10th or 11th grade. Um, no, I was in 9th grade, I think. Um, You know, from what I remember, the idea was like, I guess they said that the clocks, when they made the computers or something, weren't designed to turn into the new century and it's going to reset everything and everything was just going to go back to the Stone Age. Yeah. And uh, we were like, oh man, the lights are going to go out and, you know, it turns and nothing. That was probably a big PSYOP. Yeah. That was probably Mm -hmm. a big mass PSYOP because there ain't no way... That Bill Gates and all those smart guys, I don't know if he's that smart, but uh, all these guys that are like the computer tech people in that time, there's no way that they were like, I don't know. We're just going to have to see what happens. There's no way. There's no way that everything went smooth, right? As far as I remember, everything went smooth. Like nothing changed, nothing bad happened. They didn't know that. Come on. I don't know how it would have done that.
3: Like looking at technology now, it's like, yeah. how does that happen? I know I it know. was going forward one year. If you would have programmed whatever your software was to make sure that two thousand comes after nineteen ninety nine, nothing should have happened anyway.
2: Yeah, I oh, mean, man. I mean, computers are based on math, essentially, right? Like, ones and, ones zeros. and zeros. I mean, it seems like the logical thing is they would know what number comes <laughs> next.
3: Yeah, that no. is that's a good point. I never thought of it being a giant psyop
0: that's wild well, that's what i'm here for man i just throw little zingers out there and go back to hibernation i
3: don't even think i was like coherent for most of that year but <laughs> now i'm like you know now i'm like 2000 know was a what, psyop
0: you, you know what listen right around that time i can understand why you don't remember that night like it this is new year's eve clocks are turning we're at my uncle's house. And Jack's upstairs lighting fires on my uncle's wall. It was that night. No, it wasn't that night. But oh, it was okay. it was a new it was New Year's Eve. Wow. It was it wasn't Y two K, but it was one. It was the same night, just different year. Yeah. You and you and our cousin Sam. Uh, what were you guys doing? You you lit my <laughs> uncle's house on fire. <laughs> yeah, we did. Like he he literally
3: we like, set an actual fire.
0: All, in we're the house. all downstairs, and all we hear is the kids upstairs. uh, ah, uh, <laughs> and we're like, "What the heck is that?" And they're like, "Fire." Fire. Fire. (laughs) (laughs) That's what
3: it was like. What were you guys doing? We were just, so granted, I was the young cousin in this scenario. (laughs) Innocent, naive, not knowing what was right and wrong at that point. And I had an older cousin telling me, let's light, let's light Q-tips on fire in my aunt's candle that was lit in the bathroom and put them inside of a, of a toilet roll in the trash can. Lit. And it just caught the trash on fire very quickly. And we didn't even like, we, we couldn't get the fire out fast enough. It caught the, the curtains on fire and it started to go up onto the ceiling. So we were very lucky.
0: Yeah, you were.
3: That It didn't get worse. They put it out fairly quick. Yeah.
0: And who, who was up there and put it out? Do you remember?
3: Uncle Pally, Aunt Karen, Aunt Ellen, and oh, maybe, so maybe dad. It might have been dad.
0: <laughs> dad probably grabbed you and hmm.
3: <laughs> no, I I think I ran downstairs. Yeah, you don't remember that same. part. <laughs> he
0: blanked out. He blacked yeah. out. <laughs> I
3: I actually remember that fairly well. <laughs> that was that definitely had to be years later, a couple years later. Yeah. Still an innocent child.
0: <laughs> I uh I was I was pretty prone to starting fires myself when we were younger, but I never started a fire in a house like that. I mean, come on, man. But you were young. The others, they were old enough. They should have known better. But, uh, man, that kitty can jump. What's she doing? What's up, kitty? Kitty's on the table right now, just hanging out with us. She's Um, on the hunt. Yeah, she's looking for the next meal. Well, it's over there. We got some cat food on the floor for her. So, um, yeah, she's going to be introduced to her new home very soon. Uh, We're going to start bringing this in for landing because we're just kind of going all over the place. Uh, Wait,
3: I have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. We didn't ask you what your thoughts were on everything that we talked about in the interview and that you you know have witnessed now.
0: Witnesses in what? The
3: video evidence. Oh yeah, um, I mean everything.
0: I I, I thought it was fairly obvious that I'm I'm down for that action. You know, I I think it. I mean, from my uneducated perspective and uh, understanding, I think it's legit. I think it's a legit uh, video. And like I said before, I. I wouldn't, you know, cry over the fact that it's proven to be um, false. This is distracting. <laughs> this is hey. so distracting and adorable. <laughs> yeah, I think she might have a tick on her. Um, but I mean, I, I like, I'm not gonna cry about it if it's not real, you know. Yeah. And and, and and here's the thing: like Ashton's not trying to tell people that something is fake. He he's not intentionally trying to lead people into believing this is real when it's fake kind of thing. Like Ashton is just taking the information he has, deep diving on it as best he can, and has a team of people around him doing the same thing that have particular skills in certain in, in fields, and they're doing the best they can. They present a very uh, compelling argument, I think, and I thought it was worth bringing him on the show. Uh, that said, I lean heavily towards what Ashton is saying, you know? And I think he was able to share his opinion and his thoughts on the matter and what he's uncovered very eloquently, better than I could. I've been like, yeah, so there's these uh, two videos and there's a plane in both videos. <laughs> and then you see these UFOs come around and then poof, there's a portal and it just gets sucked into the portal. <laughs> Essentially what I did for the trailer is what how I would have described it. And uh, that's it. You know, yeah. Ashton comes in, and he's like, well, here's the metadata and here's the pixels. And I'm just like, bro, yeah. like, that's like, yeah, I, he goes so deep on it. Uh, I, you know, I, I have no arguments to it. Uh, I see what I see and uh, I'm inclined. Listen, here's what, here's what I would say then. I'm inclined to believe it because of what I already come in with the preconceived notions of what I come in with. You know, I do believe portals are real. I have talked to enough people who have had these experiences. I have a portal on camera, you yeah. know, like. Two Glenn, now. Two now. Uh, one's a still, the the first one I'm talking about is the still picture, but it's a it's a picture of a portal in Kentucky, in the woods. Broad, not broad daylight, it was dawn. Glenn, Glenn was sitting in that chair right, right across from me. He took the picture of it. I mean, I, I don't know what else to make of it, You know, Glenn's not the most tech savvy person in the world. In fact, I, I, at all, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, Jack, I mean, you and I went to Glenn's house and for people who don't know, Glenn, the the guy from Kentucky who came down, he was a musician, had all the wild stories, treasure hunting and all that stuff. Jack and I actually did go up to his house and uh, we did go on a treasure hunt with him. And We're going to be going back. But one thing's for sure. Glenn's not kidding. He finds tons of stuff. His house, it's just everywhere. I mean tons of artifacts everywhere, so like he he's really the the telling the truth uh if it wasn't for the cloudy overcast night he was convinced we would have been seeing the uFOs that he sees every night when we were up there because we were up there late at night with him, and so uh my ears ringing, which means somebody's talking about me uh, 20, 20, 20, 20. there's two hundred and seventy seventeen people somebody said my name just now uh, but so anyways, he, he's checked out so much. You know, we got to go to his house. We got to meet him, him in person, his, uh, his lady friend. I think it's his girlfriend. I don't, I don't think it's his wife. But, um, you know, it, it, he's such an authentic human being. Everything that he shared with us, as far as I was able to tell, checks out. So why would I think that he's trying to hoax and he's actually some tech savvy genius when it comes to this portal picture? If anybody doesn't know what the portal picture is, uh, I believe we posted it on the website. Uh, I think I don't know where I posted it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I'll have to I'll have to post it maybe on the Instagram. I'll post it on the Instagram if I haven't done it yet. I'll post it on the Instagram so people can check it out. But um, basically, it's a it's it's two pictures, same picture, two versions of it. It's one the actual picture and one's zoomed in and the zoomed in picture, you can actually see this green portal thing opening up and there's trees in the foreground and trees in in the background. Like it's in the trees. And when you see the zoomed out picture of it, he just snapped a picture of it and then it was gone. Uh, We were lucky that he was able to get one picture of it. And so, uh, I believe that, you know? I believe portals are real. We have Martin Groves in studio talking about his experiences in the LBL, which we're going to the LBL later this month to hunt Dogman. And while we're there and stuff, we're, hey, let's see if we find a portal. Who knows, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I come into it with that preconceived idea that portals are real. Things come in and out of this realm through portals. I believe that human beings can do that. So, when i see a plane going through a portal the shock factor is holy crap that's a plane just, you know this isn't just a little bitty thing this isn't you know a human sized thing this is you know huge scared me cat jumping all over the place she's awake now <laughs> so uh yeah i mean that that's my thoughts on it i yeah. think that the uh, portals are real and therefore you know i'd be kind of uh silly to say, well, this isn't real. This can't be real. I, I've already stated how many times I think that portals are real and that it's very possible that these things could be happening. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. until somebody else proves it to be an absolute hoax. We already did that. Well, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it to me. You got to talk to me like you're, like I'm in fifth grade, okay? <laughs> you got to dumb it down for me. You can't be do- doing this debunk stuff that's all high-tech stuff. You got to sa- simplify it for a fifth grader. And then tell it to me. If you can do that, we're good. Until then, it's real. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's how I feel. Uh, I see people giving love and shout-outs to Martin Groves here in the chat. Uh, I can tell you guys, anybody who is aware uh, Martin Groves has been pretty sick, the murky kitty. Ooh, I like that. Uh, so <laughs> You like that one? Uh, I do. Um, but uh, he has been pretty sick since... Uh, I think last month when he was in uh, Texas at the, the, uh, the conference, I forget the name of the conference, top, top of my head, uh, but he's been pretty sick and he is on the mend. The doctors weren't sure what was going on. Uh, they still don't really have a diagnosis. The best they can think is that he has pneumonia. And so um, I just talked to Martin yesterday. He's still coughing, but uh, he is on the mend. Uh, when he answered the phone, he's like, Hey buddy, how you (laughs) doing? Coughing. But he was, he was giving it, he has the spirit, you know? And, uh, he, he still is just Martin. So we're, we're still praying for him and we believe he's going to pull through on this thing. Uh, there was a period of time where we weren't sure. He wasn't sure if he was going to make it. Um, he was saying to his friends, he's like, I don't know if this, this might be, this might be it for old Bubba. But, um, yeah, we have a,
3: there's a great comment here. What's that? A new name. Furkel.
0: I'm over here talking about Martin Gross Health and he wants to talk about Ferkle. No. That's kind of cool though. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do like that. That's good. I do kind of like that. Ferkle. Anyways, uh, guys, listen, I appreciate you all t- tuning into uh, this live on YouTube. Uh, hopefully you guys just enjoyed hanging out with us. Uh, before we get out of here, give us a thumbs up in the chat if you think we should do this more often. Uh, if you think we should do it more often, I can't promise anything. Maybe we'll do it more often where, uh, I don't know, Jack and Jason go live on YouTube. They're but be- they're better at discussing these things than I am. I'm just here as a third wheel half the time, <laughs> you know? But uh, yeah, if you guys like this, oh, it looks like the thumbs ups are coming in. So cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, Maybe we'll start trying to do more live stuff on YouTube uh, until YouTube says get the freak off our platform, and I'll be like, okay, I'll just go to Rumble. Uh, listen, Rumble is a pretty cool platform. You know they they really got they've really gotten a lot better since they've come out. I encourage everybody that's listening uh to download the rumble app, look up the confessionals and subscribe to our channel. We do have a channel on there and I haven't checked it in a while, but every time I upload it should be uploading to the YouTube or the Rumble channel as well. So um you know if we ever disappear off YouTube, just know, go to Rumble. You know, we'll start rumbling. Is that what it's called? Rumbling?
2: If not, it should be called rumbling.
0: Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> you know, so that's such a cool name too. Like, yeah. you know, I see this one lady in here, Ellen Jean Abar uh, Ellen Jean she's been on the rumble thing in the chat like crazy tonight Ellen's all about the rumble uh, but she's doing it on YouTube so (laughs) she's she's a floater is she? yeah yeah well uh, you don't need to try to convert me Ellen I'm already uh, a big fan of the rumble I just uh, I'm here on YouTube because that's where everybody else is too so uh, until that changes I'll be multitasking on that front Uh, but everybody, thank you very much for tuning in to this, uh, different show, you know, just conversation with the guys here in the studio and recapping some of the stuff that we talked about on the Tuesday show. And if you enjoyed it, please go ahead and share it with your friends. That's the best thing you do to help the show grow. Share it with your friends, right? Uh, but until next time, friends, stay safe, take care and remember the truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah, AFK Discussions. Check out AFK Discussions right there. Podcast. Give them five-star rating and review, and then you hit play because that's what solid human beings do. You show the love, and then you see if you actually like it or not. That's right. That's right. So go ahead and do that. Jack, you got anything you want to promote before we get out of here? Hammer, Hammer Lane Legends. Jack produces that show as well. My dad's show now. We, uh, I am no longer on that show, but my dad has a co-host on that show, Hammer uh, Lane Legends, and Jack and Jason and Slim are talking about doing a music podcast. Right? You guys still talking about that? Yeah. So uh, Merkel Media. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Somebody speak. <laughs> was, you know, he was looking. This at, is gonna be a great podcast. Two of the just, three hosts aren't able to heads. talk.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh, it's okay. Gotcha. Oh, wait a second. It's not recording on on YouTube.
2: Oh, his oh, gotcha. mic. Is I not thought recording. I was just talking to you guys. For yeah. T-
0: okay. This is really. It's great. This is really a great riveting, way to end a show, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's gonna be a music podcast uh, through Merkel Media, and so I'm excited about that. You guys are gonna be here in studio talking music and things like that. So a little bit of a different pace than yeah. What we have done in the past, but that's what we're looking to do. We're looking to switch things up. Eventually, I would like to be able to. uh, We're doing the films, we're doing. We actually shot our first movie, and uh, amongst the documentaries and the movies, I'd like to actually start creating the kids' content and, uh, you know, come out with a kids' cartoon that my kids like. That'd be really cool. I think that'd be like, that's like a proud dad moment. I'd like to be able to come out with a kids' cartoon where my kids actually sit down and watch it. Because my kids, as soon as they know that it's daddy's show, they don't care. I could turn on something and they're like, all, oh, what's that? What's that? As soon as they find out it's me, like, yeah, they don't care. <laughs> and so uh, if I could come out with a kid's cartoon that they care about, that's a win in my book. So we got a lot of things that we're trying to do here over at Merkle Media. It's not just paranormal stuff. We want to branch into doing a bunch of different things, just uh, helping to uh, create cool content that you know you can share with the family. So with that said, we are officially out. AFK Discussion's out. The out. Professional's out. Young Merck over there, he's out. We're all out. Take care, guys. See you
2: next week. Peace.
1: Away from enemies, from revenge, be near To avenge my peers, I confess my sins right yeah. When a pelican swim and a great whites fly A boy know it's all can enjoy thy ride But the matrix don't care, we enjoy cloud nine. Six, three, Nicola, no order particularly DeLorean yeah. dreams of the crack sale But we know the crack gon' sell So if it's a fair, but don't work well I wasn't here when Reagan was a cartel Push a bar, Do I rap, do I sing, do I preach, I don't know Do I lack anything via love, no I don't But we gotta be a warrior too Cause that's just what warriors do Baby, Jesus, I'm a chimera, looking at these gold years, flying by, by, fair, force. They cut that off for the food too, analytics, they used to recruit you yeah. War is a painting that sets on your son's suit They don't want an individual just to no. carve a copy You Woo. spitting that manicotti, yeah, I'm talking saucy Woo. All they want to build is a prison world full of pet a Littin' ah. kamikaze, got me out of body like I'm Goku SS3 Woo. They want to push me to the center like a cell They want to spin up at the center of the nexus, me yeah, yeah. They want me